0: Support for this podcast is provided by SurveyMonkey for HR. SurveyMonkey helps solve some of the toughest challenges facing human resources professionals today. From recruiting, to retention, to offboarding, SurveyMonkey gives you the expertise, speed and scale you need to collect any type of employee feedback. So whether you want to improve your employee experience, increase employee engagement or streamline program application management, SurveyMonkey can help. Start collecting and acting on employee feedback to attract, engage and retain top talent for your business. Visit surveymonkey.com future. That's surveymonkey.com future today and learn how to start building a better workplace. There's been more of scientific discovery, more of technical advancement and material progress in your lifetime and mine than in all the ages of history. Hi, everyone. This is Matt Alder. Welcome to episode 175 of the Recruiting Future podcast. In my recent interview with Tom Goodwin in episode 172 of the show, we both agreed that the importance of hiring and developing the right talent for digital transformation is not being discussed widely enough. This is a critical topic for me, and I really want to explore it in more detail in the coming weeks. My guest on this week's show is Dorothy Elkuri from strategic consultancy The Hackett Group. Dorothy is their HR practice lead, and has done a huge amount of work benchmarking the structural changes HR and recruiting have to go through to deliver the talent and skills required for digital transformation. Enjoy the interview. Hi, Dorothy, and welcome to the podcast. Could you just introduce yourself and tell us what you do?
1: Sure. So I'm Dorothy El I work with the Hackett Group. I have now 25 years of professional experience and I lead the HR practice uh, for uh, Europe.
0: Now, could you, for those people who, who may not be um, overly familiar with the, the, the work that you guys do at the Hackett Group, could you just give us a quick sort of o- overview of um, the Hackett Group?
1: Yeah, certainly. So, um, the Hackett Group is a strategic consultancy. Uh, we're working for a broad range of uh, companies uh, globally. And uh, what we focus on is enabling uh, and measuring performance. And we're very well known for our um, benchmarking capability, but also advise uh, companies on how to transform their um corporate functions
0: now in our discussion today we're going to be talking about hr and digital transformation which is obviously uh, a very hot topic at the moment i I know you guys have sort of recently done um some research and some reporting in this area could you just give give us a kind of a bit of background to the to the research and the work that you've done
1: uh yes so so, um uh, as as part of our uh, activities at Hackett, we um, uh, survey and we also um, analyze the data in our uh, benchmarking database to understand what are uh, the leading uh, practices and also what are um, those um, strategies that leading companies um, are taking and itch- which uh, differentiate them from competition on uh, performance. So one of the uh, studies we run uh, every year is the key issue study in which uh, for each of the functions, HR being one of them, we um, really ask uh, C level executives what their expectations are, uh, the key risks, the key challenges and the key tactics. And um, that's how uh, we know uh, what the uh, trends are g- going to be um, in a given year and we also monitor the trends and look at what's changing uh, year on year. So
0: I suppose the the, the the key question for me and lots of um, the HR prof- professionals who, who listen to the show, um, how can HR support digital transformation within organisations?
1: Well, maybe the first thing to say is that you know, with digital transformation, never has HR been more challenged, and never has it been as interesting to uh, work in HR because the the role and the expectations of the sea level towards the HR function are extremely high. And you know, in this key issue studies that I mentioned a, a minute ago, um, what we find is in the last five years, Uh, access to uh, critical talent has been in the top five and now in the top three, number two in 19 of the risks that um, CEOs uh, see for their company. Number two risk just after cybersecurity. So the talent question is very high uh, in the agenda and in the agenda uh, because of uh, digital transformation. So there's a very very high expectation in terms of um, how HR needs to help um, solving the talent issue. And and the second thing um, to bear in mind is that HR functions are expected to bring this additional contribution to the strategic contribution whilst um, having flat flat headcount and flat budget or even slightly. Reduced headcount um, budget. So, there's also a contribution to uh, company efficiency that is required um, from the function. So, um, high expectations and a function that is really uh, central and critical to the success of uh, the group um, digital transformation.
0: I think that's really interesting because um you know obviously uh, this is something that that HR and recruiting um you know need to be um, supporting if talent is that critical to the organization but um but obviously uh with with flat budgets and um the digital transformation of their own kind of disciplines um there there's lots of change they're going through themselves so i mean how are the sort of structures roles and responsibility Um, of of HR sort of departments and teams changing um, as companies digitally transform?
1: Overall, um, because they have flat budgets and flat uh, headcount, the only way that HR can succeed is not by uh, working more or buying more services. It's about changing the way they work. And as you um, pointed um, rightly, it is about... um, not only uh, the methods and the approaches changing, but it's also about the roles um, evolving in HR. So, we see that uh, actually there's um, new roles that are appearing. Some of the roles are disappearing and uh, other roles are uh, changing uh, very strongly. So I probably can give you an example of how uh, this works, um, focusing on a very critical uh, process for companies that is uh, talent acquisition. So recruitment, talent acquisition, talent sourcing, Um, uh, you can name it in different ways. So the roles disappearing would be typically uh, the traditional uh, roles focusing on Uh, transactions or the administrative uh, part of HR roles, like, for example, um, sorting uh, CVs uh, or uh, recording transactions, answering very simple employee questions. And those are disappearing because technology is is helping um, now deliver um, HR processes without uh, needing any uh, employee uh, supporting, for example, uh, for very simple employee requests, um, self-service tools can be available, Uh, chatbots can also um, do part of the communication with employees on simple uh, topics, uh, work certificates, copies of slips, all of those um, activities uh, uh, can be uh, pretty Easily automated, and even taking the example of the recruitment process, some companies are um, automating in self service the uh, um, booking of an interview day directly between the business manager and um, the candidate without going through the recruitment team. And this used to be, uh, in my experience, a very uh, heavy task for the recruitment team just to coordinate these um, interviews. Now there's also new roles appearing. Um, An example of new roles appearing, a new completely new set of activities that's appearing um, in the recruitment process. There's what um, now is called recruitment marketing and this is about um, as companies want to target passive candidates so people who are not actively looking for a job but could consider moving jobs if they would be aware of an opportunity. Um, So companies need to reach out to these uh, candidates. They want to uh, advertise their employer value proposition to uh, these pool of potential uh, candidates. And therefore, they need a special team um, who uh, administers, develops their presence on social media, pushes content, to a community of professionals of a certain domain that they are interested in attracting and also um, uh, to get in touch uh, and identify those profiles very simply from um, uh, job boards or, or even uh, uh, social media like uh, LinkedIn for, for example. So completely new roles, some of which will come from HR, some of which could come from other functions. So, in this case, from the marketing function or even from the IT function to do all the uh, um, technology support for uh, this uh, this new activity. And the roles changing, um, again, with the recruitment uh, process, in the former recruiter role, so part of it could be gone, the administrative part. But, and what is remaining, um, you can see a specialization of the roles, uh, for example, between profiles that will really um, focus on looking for the right uh, talent pools. So searching, doing a research job to really understand globally where the talent could be, what sort of candidates could be targeted, and others who will more focus on building a relationship. And those building the relationship will probably not only do recruitment in the future, they will take a more end-to-end approach and continue the, re- the relationship, even though maybe um, the potential candidates are still not candidates or even as they have onboarded the company and are in the first uh, steps of, a, of their career to make sure that integration is working well and, and they're happy at work. So 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 there's a lot. Um, there's really a lot changing. And, you know, it uh, looking at the HR function, we really expect nearly, I gave an example around the recruitment activity, but there is probably not any area of hr that is that is going to be unchanged with digital
0: i think that's really interesting and i think that um you know that that balance between uh what's going to be automated and uh what what's going to be done by by humans is is quite interesting um it's just, so you kind of mentioned that the idea that you know someone um who's building a relationship with 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 someone during a recruitment process could sort of you know continue on that relationship through onboarding and uh you know helping them with their success in the in the business um is that is that what you see the sort of role of humans um within hr sort of doing moving Forward is it a case that um, you know the administrative um, stuff is going to be kind of automated and um, the you know the, the humans are focusing on that kind of relationship piece? What's your sort of view on that?
1: Um, there will certainly be um, part of the uh, HR function which will need to focus on um, so the relationship and and also uh, very strongly on the customer experience. The customer for HR being um, three kinds of customer. Uh, there's the candidates, so people outside of the company that the company may want to uh, attract and hire at some point. The employee, so uh, working uh, in the in the company on uh, different roles. And also the management of the company um, so the hiring managers, but also the operations managers, who uh, need support in um, the people in their people management uh, tasks, and more and more um, HR uh, functions in the service that they're delivering uh, to candidates and also inside their organization, will need to adapt to their internal customers as you would adapt to a tech consumer. And, and customizing, um, as you would do um, with an external customer, um, customizing the service to the need of the segment of the population that they're uh, managing, understanding their expectations, innovating to bring them a better experience. And as part of these new roles, actually, we see some companies creating employee uh, relationships Uh, managers. So a person specifically having the ownership and the responsibility of um, uh, this um, side of the job. So making the employee uh, happy and and the the candidates and the managers as well. So that part is definitely um, going to grow. So, you know, the simplistic view of because we're automating, we're all going to become robots and and the human side of things is going to disappear. This is completely wrong. actually, even without outside HR, sorry, um, as digital transformation progresses, the problem solving skills, the communication skills um, are actually becoming more and more important. For those activities that are not being automated.
0: So, um, data and analytics um, seems to be a very uh, big topic um, trend at the moment. What 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 role will analytics play um, in in the future as all of this um, all of this develops?
1: Well, for HR, in fact, like for most functions um, in in the company, um, data. Uh, will be part of everything people do. So every activity, every process will have its data analysis part. So um, back to recruiting, because companies will want to target the right talents and there will be an intensified talent war. knowing where uh, the potential skills that the company needs are located will be critical. And and to do this, you need to be able to analyze external information to um, find where the profiles might be. This is also true internally. If you take the HR systems currently, there's very limited information. There is certainly not enough information for HR to be able to identify their own talent from their own company. Because you would have limited information, you would have the degree of the person and maybe the skills that they've used since they joined the company. But how about the other skills that they have that they may use in their personal uh, lives if they work for a nonprofit organization or some other activities? And how about the other skills that they had before they joined? Quite probably, this would certainly not be in the HR system. And though, and uh, and what are their aspirations as well? Because you would have nothing about an employee's aspiration or or nothing usable. So companies will also need to really get smart at collecting this information in a way that is compliant with the new uh, privacy policy regulation. But but think about you know really. Um, capturing information and analyzing this information real time. So, so really the world is going to, to change and it is going to be a differentiator between different companies competing with each other to uh, be able to capture the right data, analyze the right data and insert this Data-driven uh, decision-making process within their uh, ways of working.
0: So, final question. And um, obviously, um, you know, a big part of digital transformation um, and change within HR is the adoption of um, new technology. What's the, you know, what's your sort of view on the current rate of adoption um, of digital technology within HR? Um, you know, what what's kind of holding people? Back, and um, is this, you know, how, how might this change in the future?
1: So, in our research, we find that um, some technologies have become like the use of social media have, have been adopted by a majority of companies, others are not quite adopted by the majority, but there are very uh, ambitious plans to develop. So, the use of artificial intelligence, which you um, already mentioned, but also uh, robotics and chatbots and others companies are still wondering how to use them. Really, uh, it would be the case, for example, in HR with uh, with a uh, blockchain. What we see um, is slowing down the change in adopting new technologies and in enabling um, the function uh, digitally. Um, I guess there's probably uh, too big. Um, two big um, uh, showstoppers. Uh, The first one is complexity because when you uh, consider uh, technology, there is often um, in a company, and it's not the case in the private sphere at all, so that's a big difference. Large corporates, they have implemented systems for years. So their IT landscape looks like you know a a series of layers of technology, and whenever um, a company wants to introduce a new technology, there's always this complexity of how is this going to integrate our landscape, how is the data going to be exchanged or not with other applications. So that's always something that is not easy for uh, companies to to manage, and the older the company the more complex um, the issue. So that's a constraint, sort of technical constraint, um, that companies um, often have. And the other one, um, and it's it's not really intuitive, um, but we find that what, drive is, what drives the pace of change is not the pace at which technology develops. What drives the pace of adoption is whether the people, so the the employees and the managers are willing to use the technology and are willing to change the way they work to use the technology. And a mistake that some companies do is they think that because this application is very customer-friendly, very user-friendly, very easy to, to use, very simple, it will be adopted instantly. And they have bad surprises because... If you use a new application, a new technology, it means that you're working differently, that you're doing different activities, that you're uh, saving time for things that you used to do in the past, but also, you know, you need to use information differently, etc. And this doesn't go as as fast as uh, as you would think. And when companies adopt the new Uh, tools, be they cloud-based or um, on-premise, one thing we always recommend them is to put the exact same amount of change management and explanation around what the tool is going to help you do differently to the users and and not to think that because it's user-friendly, it's digital and everyone wants to, to go digital is going to be adopted immediately and without any, um, any effort. So, so complexity and, and culture. And maybe one last thing for our uh, HR professionals uh, listening to bear in mind is, um, with digital transformation, um, there's no sort of digital overload of people. So 199 is the number of unread emails that is on average in every professional's inbox. So that's massive. Um, The time that you take, um, that a a person takes to read a web page, on average is four seconds. So, you know, beyond four seconds, they move to the next one. So there's a very big constraint in, and, and there's a very big need of being smart to avoid this overload in the way you communicate to your um, stakeholders and your internal customers. Um, Because if you don't bear this in mind, then you you may not be able to do what you're uh, trying to do with your employees and your uh, managers.
0: Dorothy, thank you very much for talking to me.
1: You are welcome. My pleasure.
0: My thanks to Dorothy Elkari. You can subscribe to this podcast in Apple Podcasts or via your podcasting app of choice. The show also has its own dedicated app, which you can find by searching for Recruiting Future in your app store. If you're a Spotify user, you can also find the show there. You can find all the past episodes at www.rfpodcast.com. On that site, you can subscribe to the mailing list and find out more about working with me. Thanks very much for listening. I'll be back next week, and I hope you'll join me.
1: this is my show